Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When the red, red robin comes bump, bump, bumping along, along, there'll be no more sobbing when he starts robbing his own sweet song. over the place in the first period but vastly improved to win it after the break a game of two halves not half welcome to Charlton Live Hi, hello and welcome to Charlton Live on your Sunday. I hope you guys are well. My name is uh, Louis Mendez and we'll be looking back at yesterday's uh, remarkable uh, 1-0 win over high-flying, well you expect to be high-flying Derby County uh, at the Valley. Ben Garner's first win as Addict's boss, first home game uh, of the season, off to a good start as well with three points. A bizarre game though where in the first half we were all over the shop. Uh, and uh, in the second half, we, we looked like a competent footballing outfit and we went on to, to get the winning goal. Joining me uh, to look back at that game, first up is uh, Mr. Nathan Muller. How are you doing, Nathan? You were in high spirits when I saw you in the fans bar <laughs> after the game yesterday. Yeah, I was, mate. I was absolutely delighted. I think I was counting my lucky stars yesterday after the first half. But uh, yeah, living the dream, mate. Uh, throat slightly recovered. I just had copious amounts of cups of tea. So um, I feel all right now, mate. I feel all yeah. right. I still try yeah. to pitch myself after yesterday. 
Yeah, we had copious amounts of other liquids yesterday as well, <laughs> which is, which, which is the, the, the best way to celebrate all three points. Mr. Tom Wallin also joins us as well. Uh, Tom, you were, you were in attendance yesterday. Did you enjoy some copious liquids? Uh, well, Nath bought me uh, a beer, so that was very generous of him, and, and my dad as well. So cheers Extremely that, generous, Nath. given the prices there now. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, happy as Larry, mate. What a day. What a day. Yeah bizarre day so we're going to hear the highlights of that 1-0 win over Derby County in a few moments time of course we're going to hear the reaction uh, from the Charlton boss Ben Garner his first win uh, in charge of the Addicts uh, we've got your tweets and emails to come we're also going to hear from Albie Morgan uh, who played an important role in that second half we've got the fans bar reaction uh, to the game as well and then of course uh, we'll briefly look ahead to Tuesday's uh, League Cup home tie with uh, QPR uh, so plenty of stuff to get our teeth into I mean, before, just before we hear the highlights then Nath <laughs> What a bizarre game of football that was. We went from, in the first half, one one of the worst displays we've seen in a while. And also, if I'm being totally honest, I mean, maybe taking it a bit far, but what I think I feared we'd be like this season, uh, to the second half, to what to what we all sort of hoped we'd be like this season. Not polished and not perfect, but certainly much more of what we were kind of wanting to see. Uh, but that first half, you, you you never would have seen that coming after that first half. No, I think like if you think back to the old Accrington game last week, it was chalk and cheese the first half, really. But um, I said on Twitter, I think we just, I think we gave them too much respect personally. I just think we, well, and then once they started putting their stamp on the game, we, we was a bit lost, if that's the right word. We just didn't, we couldn't get any rhythm. We couldn't, we couldn't pass. We were, they were picking us apart and. I'm sure, obviously, the highlights will say, like, Jojo, is the guy human. Unbelievable first half. And without him, we could have been second half against Derby, two, what, two, three down. Um, And we couldn't have grumbled, really. So I thought we were quite lucky to go in um, level, to be fair. But, yeah, completely different to the first half where we were so much in control in Akron. Um, but as you say, you know, it's never going to be polished this early on. And I'd rather play these teams, the Wednesdays and the Derbys early on, because it, they haven't really got any momentum or hit run of form. Um, but yeah, a remarkable day and a strange day for so many different reasons. But three points is what counts. Yeah, it was the three points that, that counted yesterday, Tom. Um, and it, it, it's a great way to start our home form in terms of a result. And I mean, if, and, and you know, I still think it is a big if, if we are to be a team challenging at any stretch of your imagination in terms of the right end of the table, well, you've got to beat the teams that you expect to be around there. So if we do find ourselves get involved in that conversation, and again, that's still, it's still up for debate whether we will, but if we do, well, it's a perfect start against what would be one of our rivals. Yeah, 100%. I think you look at, you, you can't really read too much into two games of the season, but at this early stage, if you'd have said to me we'd have got four points from Accrington away and Derby at home, I'd have absolutely loved it. So, yeah, I think you say, obviously, the three points are the most important. That's the right thing. And and we've come away with the right result there. But actually, in large parts, particularly in that second half, obviously, the performance was good as well against a very good side. First half, obviously, not so much. But considering what Ben Garner is trying to do with this team in terms of changing the playing style and the formation and everything, to have adapted to that as quickly as we have certainly that second half shows we can do it um that's encouraging as well because as you say you can't really read enough into the season at this stage but I think looking at that second half performance it gives you confidence going into those other games that we can compete with teams like that and and even on a good day you're going to ride your luck against a team 
you know, like Derby, who you expect to be challenging at the end of the season. But then when you put a first half performance in like that, you're obviously going to have to ride your luck. And we, and we did that, but we had chances as well. Um, and that, that game could have finished it with any kind of scoreline, really. But at the end of the day, as you said, the result is the most important thing. And we came out on the right end of that. And, and yeah, left, left obviously left the Valley feeling absolutely delighted. So, yeah, what a start to the season for us. I think really, really encouraging and lots of positive signs. But as I say, definitely had to ride our luck, uh, particularly in that first half. Yeah, still certainly room for improvement as well. But let's have a listen then to the highlights uh, of yesterday's game from Charlton TV. Steve Brown was alongside your commentators, Greg Stubbley and Terry Smith. Aaron, ball down the line, looking for the run of Mendes Lang, and it's a little touch on there, and it's into the penalty area. Derby on the attack, it's Collins. Great save from Wollacott. Needed to be as well. And the uh, follow-up shot from Smith deflected away for another corner. Yeah, should be 1-0 Derby. It's a wonderful save from Again to the edge of the six-yard box. It's a deep one. Headed back across by Davis. He's got back on the ball. There's a back heel. And how did that stay up? The combination of Clare and Wollacott again. Stops Derby taking the lead. And Sessignon swipes it away. Close Derby down. Back towards Davis. He takes a chance. And Charlie Kirk for Charlton will go for goal with his left foot. And he'll regret that in the end. Yeah, it might well have been on. It was on his weaker left foot. But the space was there. Brings the ball forward for Charlton. In a bit of space. His movement ahead of him, Kirk with the cross towards Stockley! Great save by Wildsmith! Forward and O'Connell gets his head around and Collins with the shot. He should have scored. He hits the post instead. And another let off for Charlton. It's just a long goal kick. O'Connell got his header back to his goalkeeper. Wrong. And Collins couldn't convert. Well, it's the first time we've got it past Wallacott. And thankfully the post comes into play. But that he should have scored. It's a poor defender from O'Connell. There is a half-time whistle at half-time. Somehow it's Charlton nil, Derby nil. There's been a number of opportunities in this game. The majority for the visit inside and Charlton have had their goalkeeper, Joe Wallacott. To Taylor taken on Roberts, goes on the outside. Can he deliver the cross for Charlton? He can, in towards Kirk. Stockley's there as well. And Stockley did well to win it, but couldn't divert it past Wildsmith. This is better from Charlton. control, he's done ever so well. Now to the left, it comes to Kirk, who looked to take on Knight here. Kirk down the line with the cross towards the far post. Blackie Taylor stretching. He couldn't take in his path. Now listen, where was that team in the first 45 minutes? Energy, high tempo. Midfielders looking to receive and turn on the back foot. Switching the play one side to the other. Here to Sessignon, now to Fraser. And Charlton have got bodies forward. Fraser. He's got Kirk to his left. Kirk, first time inside to Albie Morgan. Morgan gets to the ball first across. It goes to Blackie Taylor. shot was deflected away by Wardsmith and Blackett Taylor couldn't miss and Charlton take the lead after 61 minutes and that's why you have to take advantage when you're in control of the game it's a brilliant counter-attack I don't know what Derby were playing at they had a couple of opportunities to put it back in our box for Morgan I'm not even sure if that's a shot I think it was a cross that became a shot that was well saved by Wildsmith and the rebound you know this is where you need a little bit of luck the rebound fell lovely in terms of Blackett Taylor coming onto it, and all he had to do was make contact and push it back into an empty net, and Charlton take lead. But that's a very good counter attack, but brought on by themselves actually. Derby, I thought they did have a couple of opportunities to feed that back into our box and, and made a couple of mistakes. Over inside is Bird. Bird with the cross towards a far post. It's a free header, and it should be an equaliser. Knight totally free. 
Joel asking the questions at the back. And how on earth Derby haven't scored there, I'll never know. Well, where was Sessignon? I've no idea where Sessignon was in that build-up. I'm waiting to see the replay, but they have missed some chances Across today. Across to this right-hand side of the centre uh, centre circle is Morgan, bringing it forward, space to run into. Stockley asking for it, he drills it towards the left-hand post. And it needed the save from Wildsmith to tip it round for the corner. Yeah, that's what Elby comes with, energy. Lieber makes an important block, and the ball only goes a few feet, and that's the final whistle! victory for the Addicts. Lovely, jubbly. Three points for the Addicts on Ben Garner's uh, first home game. Uh, where, where, where did that first half come from then, Nave? Let, let's get that out of the way, because when I spoke to Ben after the game, we'll, we'll hear it shortly, that's pretty much what he focused on pretty quickly. Like, there was... It, it, it was outrageous. Like, we, we were so off it, and we were so under pressure, absolutely dominated. I think after 15 minutes, Derby had had 75% of the possession. It went down to about 65-70 by half-time, but still, you know, we were getting dominated. Joe Judge made a couple of great saves, but as I said earlier, like my, my, my biggest fear was that we're going to try and play possession football and we're not going to be good enough to keep the ball, whereas we saw a Derby side who were able to keep the ball, and, and that seemed to be the case in that first half. And I thought, God, this is this is what it's going to be like this season. So first of all, I mean, we're hoping that that's not the real Charlton we've seen in the first half and we've seen the real Charlton in the second half. But that that was a real eye-opener in that first period. It, it, was a, it was a bizarre flat performance that actually got some boos at half-time. The first home game of the season and we got booed off. Yeah, I thought we looked nervy. I thought we looked look really nervous. I don't know if it's because, you know, you know, uh, new season, optim. You know, everyone's well. Some people are optimistic. Um, maybe the little bit of pressure, uh, knowing it was against the big team, who's just come down, and they just sort of froze a little bit. That's the only way I could describe it. Because watching, you know, watching the first half, we just couldn't, we just couldn't move. I don't know. Um, we just didn't get any sort of control of the game. Like I can't even like Fraser, McGrandles, and Albie. I can't even remember them touching the ball. That well. I know hardly anyone touched the ball, but to try and dictate the play. But yeah, a very strange one. But I knew they were a good team. We all know they were a good team. Um, but I didn't anticipate them, uh, anticipate them to to control the game in the way that they did so early on for, and for how long. Um, and watching Garner on the side, he was, I was about to say pulling his hair out, but he'll have a good job doing that. But um, he was going mad. And you can tell he was probably frustrated because it's, you know they don't go out to play like that. They, I just think they froze on the day, mate, and got them in at half time, and um, obviously sorted a couple of things out. But yeah, it was such a strange, sort of strange sort of first half. That sort of sort of game when you go derby away, and then you know you're going to be under the cosh. But they put it on our toes early doors, and we we didn't really know how to deal with it. Mm, and and I mean we've got to speak about the the saves from Jojo Wallacott, the early ones from Collins when he when he seems to be played in about eight yards out. Great save, the back heel from. Uh, Mendes Lang, uh, yeah, there was that um, that one near near later on in the half as well, where he made a, a decent save from from the same player. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I was calling for a different goalkeeper after last season, um, so it was no, I've, I've, uh, it was no surprise to me to see Craig McGivray replaced. But um, it's always nervy when you get a new stopper in between the sticks, and so far, so very very good from Joe Wallacott. He was good last week, and, and it was excellent yesterday. Yeah, I thought he was absolutely fantastic, and. Uh... As you say, made the saves, and I think that first one in particular, the uh, striker, you'd, you'd just expect to bury it, wouldn't you? There's there's no way he's expecting the keeper to get anything on that. 
made a couple of others, as you say, the one where he clawed it away from, I think it might have even been the resulting corner, um, and just, yeah, looked very assured. And, and his distribution was good as well, and the way he was trying to build the attacks, I thought, was very encouraging as well. So, yeah, fantastic performance. And as I say, you know when you come up against a side like that, you're going to have to ride your luck to a certain extent, and uh, and we did that. But, you know, as I said at half-time, I didn't agree with the booing. You know, I wasn't there to say I thought we played well, but I thought booing was a bit over the top. Um, and your keeper's part of the team, you know. So yes, you expect him to make saves, and you hope he will. But the the couple that he made that we've referenced there in particular, I think you uh, they're probably not ones that you necessarily expect your keeper to make. And um, yeah, I feel like they're ones that maybe I don't know if it's unfair, but maybe Craig might just not have done last season. And I think we were all a bit unsure about uh, Jojo because a lot of us hadn't really seen him play, and he's another one who's having to make a step up a level, but. He looked very, very competent and confident yesterday, which is uh, yeah, a very positive sign for, for the season going forwards. Yeah, I mean, fair to say a big turning point in the game and uh, possibly just, just after the half-hour mark when, when Conor McGrandles went down injured, you know, his head injury um, went off with, for a concussion sub, uh, substitution. It sounds like he'll be okay. Um, but bringing on Dobson, it, it, was, it was big news that he, that he was taken out of the starting lineup before the game, last year's Player of the Year. Um, ben Garner does speak about it, and and he does effectively admit. I think that he he felt he probably made a mistake there in terms of the starting lineup. Um, but when he came on, and bear in mind that Lewis uh, Lewis was saying on on Thursday show he didn't think he had the best game. And I think you said yourself, uh, Nath, last week up at up at Accrington. Well, he's obviously been listening to the pod, and he's like, I'm going to prove those dickheads from Charlton Live wrong because uh, I'm I'm going to go out there and uh, and put in a, a display that shows why he was Player of the Year last year. And I'm glad I did. I'm glad he did, mate. <laughs> no, but I, I, I was surprised. I know he did have a. Um, I thought he did have one of his poorest games up in up in Accrington. Not like woeful. It wasn't like that sort of level. But he was disappointing from the from a standard that Georgia set himself. Um, so yeah, I was surprised that Connor came in, especially that he's not really had many games in preseason. Um, you know, and you're, you're expecting him to sit there and try and run the game a little bit. Um, when he's not had many games against a very good Derby side, I was quite surprised. Uh, but obviously, Dobbo come come on. He got his chance and he showed what he was all about. It was it was weird with with McGrandles. It looked like because we didn't really know how it was going to work, like where he would sit. Would he literally sit in front of the back back uh, back four, or is he going to be have more license? And and it seemed a little bit disjointed in that middle. Um, and I think that was obvious. But then when Dobbo come on, I think because everyone's so used to him playing there. He, you know what you're going to get. You know where he's going to be. He's going to be, you know, all over the pitch, winning tackles and winning battles. And um, I think, oh, yeah, I agree with, I think there was a turning point and it just gave us that little bit of a lift. Um, you know, winning the 50-50 balls, it just raises everyone's game a little bit. Um, so, yeah, 100% agree that it changed the game, especially the com- the complexities that we were facing in that first half where Derby were controlling the game. It certainly were. Uh, we had a couple of chances just for half time. We'll probably talk about Charlie Kirk a bit later on, actually, Tom, because he was he was involved in that cross for Stockley. Again, he's at the odd moment here and there. I saw a couple in pre season. I thought he involved in a couple yesterday. And he was involved uh, in the move that led to the goal. We 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 saw we'd stepped it up a notch in the second half, um, and and the goal that we've scored. Um, I I think Ben will, Ben Garner will be very very pleased with all three of the goals they've scored in in the league so far this season because they've actually been nice nice flowing moves. 
uh, and, and yesterday was no exception. And, and uh, he'll certainly be pleased with the fact that, that Corey Blackett-Taylor, one of his wide forwards, is lurking at the far post when a, when a cross is going to drop to him. Yeah, we've said it on both of the preview shows this season already that when you're playing the style you are, there's two things you need. The first is is Stockley, your, your big number nine, to be able to hold it up and, and be involved in moves. And as you say, he was. And, and again, going back to that first half, had an opportunity himself, didn't he, to score and, and put us ahead, which obviously would have been against the run of play. But this is where I was talking earlier about the fact that, yes, we rode our luck, but we also had an opportunity to, to go ahead. Uh, and then, as you say, with the goal, the, the second thing you need is your wide players to cut in. And we've said it, as I said, in both preview shows, we're going to need what, 10-plus goals from, from probably most of our wide players. Uh, and Corey's going to need to keep doing that. There are going to be opportunities in the style we play. There's going to be space opening up, and he needs to be there to, to pounce on those chances. And, yeah, I had my, my heart in my mouth a couple of times because there was a, a fairly strong tackle on the halfway line that caught, sort of started that build-up, or maybe it was in our half. Totally fair, but I could, thought I could see the referee pulling it back. And then... When the ball was bouncing across, he had so much space and so much time. I thought, this I can see the ball bouncing and him just scuffing this wide or something. Um, but he didn't. Obviously kept his composure, steered it home. And yeah, it was um, certainly no less than our second half performance deserved. Because I think that first 15, 20 minutes, we probably should have got one, if not more. And then we just dropped off a little bit and Derby were getting back in it. And it felt like, right, if we don't score now, we might be in a bit of trouble. But got ourselves in front and then it was like right what do we do now uh, do we sit back do we soak it up we know we're going to get pressure on us but actually that still kept the game quite open because Derby obviously became more exposed at the back and with the pace we've now got up there with the likes of Kirk who I thought played well Corey and, and Jayasimi and, and Payne coming on as well we've got good attacking threats so that when a team is having to come up and, and play against us we can have that counter attack as well so uh yeah, delighted for Corey. And I know Ben said he set him a target, hasn't he, for the season, which you'd imagine will be in double figures somewhere. And yeah, good to get off the mark for him. Yeah, it certainly was. Um, shall we talk about Albie Morgan? It'd probably be every season he becomes a talking point because every season we want him to do well. And every season he has a spell of good games, Nathan. Uh, and so far, so good this year. We'll hear from Albie later on in the show. But I mean, it, it was in that second half, he, he was saying he, he, he dropped a little bit deeper into the midfield, gave us a bit more of control of the game. Um, and uh, yeah, impressive. And uh, obviously got forward as part of the move that led to the winning goal as well. Yeah, I've, I mean, so far, I think Albie's impressed me. I think he looks, um, you know, I've always been in the camp of, I think Albie's got the talent. I just think he needs to realise it and obviously get his game intelligence is getting better. And he's flourishing at the moment. I think he looks fitter. He looks stronger. He's aggressive. Um, and yeah, obviously the first half, I can't really just pick him out because I thought the whole team were poor apart from Jojo. So, But yeah, second half, as you say, he grew He grew into the game. He drops deeper because that's his, that's his specialty, you know, dropping deep and trying the long diags or, you know, trying to dictate it from a lower position. Because when he's too far forward and he's back to goal, he's not the same. Um, so it was good to see him to get on the ball a lot more and try and make things happen. Um yeah, and I thought I thought we'd done it. I know he had a little shot, and towards the end, a little smile. It looks like he's enjoying himself as well. Um, but yeah, really happy for him. And I'm hoping, yeah, like we say, we've been saying it seems like we've been saying it for about 15 years now. But he's still only a young lad. But um, yeah, really happy how he's progressing at the moment. He's still got a lot to prove, and he knows that. He's obviously come out and said he's himself that he needs to add goals to his game. Um, but he's going the right way about it. It looks like his attitude's spot on. Um, and if, if you think back to when he was dropped by Bose. Um, I think it's a completely different player now. So, long may it continue. 
Mm, yeah, I mean, uh, talk about Charlie Kirk. Then another player who, you know, got the uh, got got the nod yesterday. And uh, and again, I thought I thought he he had a couple of moments. You know, a couple of that excellent cross for Jaden Stockton in the first half, involved in the move uh, that led to the goal as well. Um, we don't really know how it's going to land for him because there was still all that potential we had when he arrived from Crew. Uh, but he, he, this is obviously the year he has to fulfil it for us. Yeah, it's a. Uh... He seems to have quite a lot of goodwill, I think, with the majority of Charlton fans and obviously had a very tough start to his Charlton career personally and obviously struggled in the opportunities he did get last season as well. Um, And he's come back and at the moment, obviously, is playing. Whether we're looking to get rid of him or not, we'll have to see. But I think there's a lot of Charlton fans that want him to do well. And and yeah, I thought he was was good yesterday. I wouldn't say he was outstanding, but he was good. And it's funny because in the second half, there were a couple of times where he cut back onto his right foot and I, I was getting frustrated because I like a winger to just carry it forward and try and take his man on and my dad sitting next to me said well he hasn't really got a left foot and there was a couple of times where he showed that he didn't have a left foot but as you say he put that crossing in the first half which was on his left for Jaden Stockley so it is there maybe it's a confidence thing but the more game time he can get and the more he can put in as I say good six or seven out of ten performances it's going to build because as you said we know the player that we signed and the ability he's got uh, and with that right foot, if he is a little bit further up the pitch, can he cut in and get a couple of shots away as well? Uh, he's someone who I think we would expect to get goals this season. So, yeah, I'm delighted he has his opportunity. I think he deserves it. Uh, as I say, hopefully, given everything that he's had to deal with personally over the last year, you'd hope maybe he's starting to move move on from that now, which is encouraging as well. Maybe a little bit more settled down here. And, yeah, it's an opportunity for him, isn't it? And he's going to want to grab it. And, and Ben Garner seems to be giving him a chance. And, I think it's a formation that he should flourish in. I just think he just needs that confidence to to look at his player and think, do you know what, I can beat you. Because uh, Corey, the other side, obviously did it time and time and time again. I think if you've got Kurt doing that on that side as well, then defenders are not going to want to come up against those three up front. Mm, yeah, I'm... Uh, nitpicking perhaps a couple of hairy moments for Owen O'Connell yesterday that that long ball over the top where he tried to head it back if, any, if anyone saw the ITV highlight show uh, the commentator seemed to think it was Jason Pierce out of retirement who, who did that but it was um, it was O'Connell uh, reading too much into that at, at this stage of the season he, he, has he had a, a difficult start to the campaign or is it, is it a one-off Nave? Uh I don't know I think like, if, we, if we didn't highlight if we if he didn't have a bit of a uh, an iffy game last week we probably wouldn't have thought about it too much but I think the, the spotlight was a little bit on him yesterday uh, well I was anyway just seeing how he was coping um, there were a couple of hairy moments but again I just think it's one of them where you know he's played his trade at uh, the lower sort of echelons of each league that he's been in so I think it's a big move for him and it's a big and he's, he's been still... relegated from this league twice which, yeah. so it is, is a different environment for him to be at the top to hopefully be at the top end of the league yeah, a hundred percent is, and I think you know they're still they're still settling in. You know, he's still settling into a new area and a new club, and he's just been made vice captain. So, you know, it's, it's a lot of you know expectation on him, but he probably knew that when he was signing. Um, but I'm not I'm not too concerned yet. Um, at the moment, yeah, there's some hairy moments, but I still think we're gelling. You know, we've had a lot of new players. Um, so yeah, we've got what new goalie, new left left back at one. Owen's new obviously and we've got some new players in there so we'll give him time but I mean if it gets to a point where he continues to keep making the same mistakes we've got Sam Lavelle who you know I know hasn't really done much since he's been here but I know it's been stop start Um, but I can see you know uh, 
Garner persisted with him because the type of player he is, and I, I would agree. Lovely stuff. Well, special mentions for uh, Sessignon and Claire yesterday as well. It looked, uh, looked quite good. But let's hear what the manager uh, had to say after his first victory uh, in charge of the Addicts. Spoke to Ben Garner after the game, asking what he made of it. Yeah, really pleased with the, with the result. Uh, I think it's a huge three points for us against, obviously, a, a huge club in the division. Um, you know, they came down from the championship but weren't really relegated. It was only because of the financial implications and the points deduction and you look at their squad and the quality they still have so to, to win the game is um, really really pleasing but we need to play a lot better moving forwards for sure I was going to say it's probably fair to say a game of two halves and you had to soak up a fair bit particularly in that first half yeah I think uh, that needs to be a monkey off our back now in terms of playing here because that first 45 minutes was there was nothing that we'd worked on there was nothing that we'd done in the week we didn't commit to anything um, so that has to be a bit of a uh, a hangover from last season of, of playing here. We've put that to bed now, second half. Um, we've put that to bed and we need to make sure now that we play with more bravery and more courage. Um, I have to thank the supporters. They were brilliant today because they could easily have turned in that first half because we weren't good at all. Um, but they stuck with the team. The noise in the second half was fantastic and they helped us get those huge three points. And you just started to grow into it just for half-time, but was there something you tweaked at half-time or just something you said to them? Yeah, we changed, we changed shape with the ball. Um just to give us a little bit more uh, control in the build-up and, and through the pitch and try and get a little bit more control in the game uh, and just get it through their lines a little bit more and have more of a threat. Um, but the basics were, were the big thing. We didn't, we didn't work hard enough first half. We didn't compete enough first half. We didn't commit to anything that we, we worked on. So um, that's, I never want to see that again. Basically, we, we need to be brave. We need to stick to what we've worked on. We need to work as hard as we possibly can. And when we do that, you see what a threat we can be and how, how different that second half was. Yeah, to focus on the positive, I mean, the, the three goals your side have scored now this season, I'm, I imagine you're pretty pleased with the moves involved in all three of them. Yeah, really good. And second half, there was some great football. I thought we were uh, very cut in through the pitch, um, got into great areas. Uh, probably should have worked their goalkeeper a little bit more, if I'm honest, and had one or two other opportunities from the positions we got into. But delighted with the goal. To see Corey getting inside that back post and tapping it in is, is brilliant. We've spoke about it regularly, he's worked on it. And um, that's one down for him on his target for the season. Yeah, what, what sort of target would you set a midfielder like that? That's between me and Corey. Um, <laughs> as, many, as many as he possibly can. But we, we've set a target between, between him and I. And he's, he's one on the way to doing that. Speaking about goalkeepers who were busy, I mean, the first half, Jojo was outstanding. I guess showing why you, you give him your faith in him in the number one shirt. Yeah, he's been great. Um, last week, this week, I think he had a fantastic start to his child career and I think everyone can see why, why we brought him to the football club. He was the only player first half who was at the correct level and without him, we would have been behind for sure. So um, he kept us in that first half. He's had a great start um, and we're, yeah, we're, we're very fortunate the way he's played in these first two games. Obviously, early games in the season are always interesting tests to see how you sort of balance up against sides, especially like a derby who many of us would expect to be up there. How, how do you think you fared overall? Do, do you think you saw positive signs in, in terms of sort of going toe-to-toe with the bigger clubs in the division? Second half, yes. Second half for sure. I thought we were much the more dangerous side. Um, still lots to improve second half, but a really much improved performance and I thought we were the better, uh, better side. But first half, you would make anyone look good if we're, if we're playing like that. So... Um, that's gone I'd say that's put to bed second half is what we want to build on and progress and it's a sign of a, of a good team if you want to be up the top end of this division if you want to compete and you want to try and, and win then 
you have to find a way sometimes and it won't always be perfect and that will give us a lot of confidence now the fact that we've done that Another player you've shown a bit of faith in Albie Morgan he's, uh, over his years at Charlton he's sort of been in and out of the side but he ended last season strong and, and you've given him his chance involved with the goal today what have you made of his sort of early early stage of the season? Yeah good I think Albie's done really well over pre-season um, I think he needs to establish himself now that's a challenge for Albie there's still lots to work on in his game to get to the next level but he's got that capability his attitude's fantastic his work rate's fantastic and he obviously cares deeply about the football club so um, as with all the players there's there's strengths to their game huge strengths and it's now adding things and improving them to get to help them level up in their in their performances How's uh, Conor McGrand was obviously on his first full debut and unfortunately had to come off Yeah real shame for Conor um, it was just a clash of heads uh, he's fine now. He feels a lot better. Um, no sickness. Um, just just a bit groggy from the collision, but uh, much better seeing him after the game there than what he was when he came off. I guess you, you had to make a bit of a big call in terms of the starting lineup because obviously George Dobson was the player of the season here last year, and, yeah. and he was on the bench. They obviously came came on and did really well, ironically. Yeah. But it, it just going to show you're not afraid to sort of mix things up at the, the start of your tenure here. No, it was a case of picking the team that I thought was right for the game, um, and it wasn't right for the game first half because we we didn't do it. We didn't do what we'd what we'd worked on. We didn't commit to the to what we'd done in training all week. Um, and obviously, George coming at that stage of the game really helped us. Really helped us at that time. He gave us energy, gave us bite, and um, it, you know he's a player that's done very well last season. And similar to Albie, different set of shrimps to Albie, but different things that he needs to improve. And we're going to constantly work with these players to try and help them get better. I was listening to your, your press conference with Terry yesterday, saying you, you sort of. Uh implied there's a couple of signings on the way is there any more details you can give us so you feel like you're closer at all at this moment no we, we, we've done as much as we can from a from a club perspective and um like i said yesterday it's a jigsaw we're just waiting for the couple of final pieces to fall into place it's not in our hands uh, we've done everything we can and uh, we're very hopeful of getting one or two over the line quickly um but we've got to be patient and it's day by day I'm just hoping I get that phone call from Steve saying yep that one's done and, and we're ready to go Is it fair to assume there might be loans and you're waiting for other clubs who to, to do whatever they need to do before they're ready to send players out? Yeah I mean we're looking at different different players so there's loan options there's, there's permanent options we're looking at all avenues we just want to get the right players in uh, however means uh, that is and um, hopefully like I said from day one get as good a squad in place when that window closes as we can Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cullen trying to take his man on. Chip ball back across. Bowers there. Pierce is there. Bowers with a header. And it's Joe. Yes! 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 Oh, he's got Oh, Patrick Barr! Absolute German beauty! Woo! Dreamland! Jordan scored! 
With seconds remaining! We've done it all! Get in! Come on! What a time yes. to be here! Here at Wembley! Oh my word! Oh my word! Charlton Live. Well, welcome back to Charlton Live uh, on your Sunday. Louis Mendes, Nathan Muller and Tom Wallen looking back at yesterday's 1-0 win over Derby County. Our first victory of the campaign and a first victory for Ben Garner. Just heard from him uh, there, Tom. Um, you know, lots of talking points. He was scathing of that first half performance, which yeah, is very good. Um, that, that obviously he recognised that that was nowhere near what he expected. And he'll be delighted with the fact that I, I guess he made a a tactical tweak, um, change shape on the ball, he said. And we, we saw Albie dropping a little bit deeper uh, in midfield, which Albie said, and, and, and got a reaction from his side as well. So, I mean, for, I, I would have taken four points from from the first two games. Certainly, I'd, I'd take five points from the first three going to Sheffield Wednesday next week. Yeah, we said what a tough start it was. And as I say, out of those three or four games that we're opening with, I totally agree with you. I think there's a few things that are encouraging Certainly he is expecting and hoping that's as bad a performance as he's going to see all season. And if that is the case, well, we've got it out of the way. We've got it out of the way against one of the teams we expect to be up there and we've still come out of that game with three points. So if you're going to put in a bad 45 minutes, that's not a bad way to end up. Um, And as you say, I think he'll be pleased with his tactical tweak. And, you know, you could see it from the stands. We were getting overrun in that midfield in the first half. Naif said it, we weren't pressing high enough. And it felt a little bit like we were just giving them too much space, too much credit. Um, but with Albi dropping deep and with the the uh, wingers sort of dropping a little bit deeper as well and forming almost a five, we kind of closed that out then in that second half. I thought we worked a little bit harder in that second half, probably a lot harder. And uh, yeah, he'll be pleased with that because he's got that reaction. And, you know, you talk about people like Owen O'Connell and him persisting with it. It feels like, and I talked a little bit about it on Thursday, that he's kind of building players that can trust in him and, and he has confidence in them. And if he gets that relationship right, we may not have the the best squad in the division, but if he can get that collective spirit going, then that's a really powerful thing at this level, I think. Um, and yeah, proved it in the second half yesterday. As I say, we are only two games in, so we can't get too carried away yet. But if we can go up to Hillsborough and get a point there or, or even better, I think we'll look at those first few games and be very, very pleased with that. So yeah, very encouraging signs, and I like what I'm seeing so far. But as I say, it's still early days. Lovely stuff. Well, let's have a look at some of the messages uh, then that have come into uh, studio at Charlton Live. I've got co.uk via email or at Charlton Live uh, on Twitter. Plenty of people wanting to have your say uh, after yesterday's 1-0 win uh, over Derby. Sam said it's a game of two halves. We showed too much respect uh, to Derby. Uh, Dobson was the man of the match for Sam. Ben says it's a terrible first half. Uh, we should have been a few behind. Then in the second half, uh, Ben Garner got the team playing the way he wants to, uh, and we were really fluent uh, and positive and dominated them. Overall, really happy uh, with the progress that we're making. Benny says that uh, Fort Kirk had his best game in a Charlton shirt. The first time pass uh, through to Albi uh, for the goal was excellent. Showed uh, other great touches as well throughout the half. Hopefully this is his season to shine. Paul Griffiths uh, says, I think we look a different team from when Dobson came on. Uh, hope we can keep him if the rumours about him leaving are true uh, and hope we play him from the start every week. Clearly, whatever Garner said at half-time worked, uh, we were like a different team uh, in the second half. Simon, very poor first half. We managed to hang on and grow into the game. Good second half, uh, particular praise for Morgan Kirk and Blackett Taylor. A lot of work needs to be done to perform better over the whole 90 minutes though, and to tighten up defensively. Uh, but starting to see a clear identity. Uh, Platy uh, said that Wallacott kept us in the uh, game in the first half. 
uh, didn't really start until Dobson came on. McGrandles uh, looked groggy even before uh, he was subbed. Decent performance in the second half from most. Not convinced uh, on Owen O'Connell uh, at the back. Uh, but uh, RS and CBT uh, look good. Main concern, though, uh, where are the goals going to come from? Uh, P.S. I like the look of Payne, perhaps an alternative to two wingers as a free roll. 20 minutes so far uh, and makes things happen. That's from uh, Platy. Tears for that. Platy Cap says, has anyone asked at the press conferences uh, about Anike? He seems to have become uh, more invisible uh, than an interim prime minister. Well, um, yeah, it, uh, he was asked on Friday's press conference, which is why I didn't bother asking again yesterday. But yeah, um, Chucks and EK expected to be back next weekend for the, for the game with Sheffield Wednesday, Ben Garner said on Friday. Uh, so that sounds pretty positive. Right, Andrew said, uh, first half poor, obviously, but second half was much improved. It was Kirk's best game in the shirt, hoping he can continue improving uh, as the confidence grows. Wayne says, our lack of uh, attacking presence in the first half uh, made us feel the pressure from Derby even more. Some great saves from the goalkeeper uh, kept us from going into the change rooms two or three down. Uh, second half completely different. We were attacking from the wings and putting it on to Derby. Jimmy said, obviously, it was a game of two halves with Wallacott uh, keeping us in it. Easy to see now why he's first choice. Impressed with Sessignon, Payne and Kirk, to name a few. It was great to see everyone again. And three points to top it off. Uh, I don't think many of us, myself included, uh, expected to win. I certainly don't. I mean, uh, yeah, we haven't really spoken enough about Sessignon. Uh, you were seeing a new player, his first game at the Valley Nafe. In- enjoy his performance? Yeah, I did. I did. I think he's very... He offers us um, something we've not had left back for a while. I think it's, you know, pace and very dynamic, uh, very positive. Um, and yeah, the only thing that I do wonder about is how he's going to link up with Charlie Kirk, which Tom sort of touched on it earlier about um, obviously Kirk always coming coming inside, which he did at Crew, But that was because Harry Pickering always used to go overlapping and go outside him, where now we've got Session on. Even though he's he can play left back, he's not naturally left-footed. So sometimes he will sometimes come inside. Um so yeah, so he, it's, it's going to be interesting if he keeps that run going and go outside Charlie Kirk, so it plays these strengths. But I think yeah, so far too the well the Swansea game, I thought the, the friendly game he looked really good. Um, I thought he had done really well first half last week, and I thought he'd done well yesterday as well. So positive signs from um, Sessignon, and I expected good things from him. And um, obviously it was nice to see his brother score yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, well he scored for Spurs. At- uh, against Southampton, according to the BBC website. Right, Mark Anderson says, we paid them too much respect. Uh, then we realised that and won the second half. Realisation uh, set in. Uh, that was uh, Mark's analysis. He says, yeah, love, love your work. There's a lovely photo of the two of you after the game uh, yesterday, Nathan. You seem to be enjoying Mark's company at full time there. Yeah, I did. I, I don't know. I, I don't really venture down to the front. I must be honest. Um, but I think it was more of a relief Um after obviously how the game went, I was just so relieved that we won. Like I, I wanted to like give the give the lads a good clap off and obviously stay for the tunnel jump and stuff, um, which I don't usually do because I usually try and run for the train, um, pub. And then when I get back home, then I'll have to go to the pub. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, were, I, 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 I said I was going to meet uh, Pete Howarth and a couple of others at the Oak after, so I went there for a couple. But yeah, it was weird. And then I ain't seen obviously sent them sent uh, Mark and you know his son and, and all the other lads down there for a while. So yeah, and then we just uh, yeah just got down there. We was having a bit of a bit of a man hug, um, which was nice. Snapped by Paul. He's very yeah. he's very Paul's very good at picking up the uh, the crowd shots. So if you look on his Facebook page, the smile like you mean it photography. Uh, there's every chance you might be in a photo. He takes loads of really good crowd shots uh, worth perusing. Uh, right, Dave said, happy uh, for that. The first time in ages we managed to completely turn things around after the interval. Uh, we've often done it the other way, I guess, actually, haven't we? But uh, Garner rightly called it 
uh, psychological thing, which was good to hear. Hopefully he can continue to support the players in the right way and unlock their potential. Mark says, I'm not sure that Stockley fits into this formation, apart from the header, uh, which he should have scored. He did nothing, whereas Toon uh, Addict says, I'm glad we didn't resort to the long ball after a terrible start. The team talk at half-time changed the way uh, O'Connell was passing out, which made a really uh, huge difference. Important win. Strabor uh, says, what's happened to Jake Forster-Kasky? Does he not fit into our entertainment programme? Yeah, we haven't seen him uh, involved for a while now. It would be interesting to see if he's still here uh, at the end of the month. Old man Cholton said, heart failure, uh, pressure without a doubt, but hey, we've got to go sometime uh, after yesterday's game. Oliver Wilson uh, says, all aboard. I'm assuming that's all aboard uh, HMS Pistol League, but we shall see. A couple of uh, DMs uh, have come into uh, at, at Cholton Live uh, as well. Liz says, it was great to be back at the Valley for our first home game. Derby, obviously a good team. Uh, it was hard, nerve-wracking first half to watch, but we hung on the second half. Uh, so exciting. We got a goal. I feel excited and positive about the new season now. Garner appears measured and intelligent. Let's hope he's got what it takes to get us towards uh, the top of the division. Looking forward to the podcast tonight, as always. Well done. That's from Liz. Excellent. Thank you, Liz. Uh, Big Tone says, Wallacott, uh, simply superb. Commands his area. Great shot stopper. Happy to come for crosses. I can see why he's number one. Uh, this could well be Albie Morgan's season. Brilliant in the middle in the second half. Dobson proving why he should be in the team. Payne and Leeburn uh, both look good when they came on. Love the fact that Garner doesn't mind bringing on substitutes to freshen up, uh, even when we're winning 1-0. Yes, six subs we made yesterday. Uh, with uh, with the concussion one. It's literally changed over half the team, which is uh, remarkable, really. Uh, Alan says, less said about the first half, the better, but massive thanks to Wallacott uh, to give us a, go in, uh, a chance. Uh, going in, not 4-0 down the second half, we're different. I don't know what Garner said, but there was more belief in uh, the, the team to get it out to Kirk and Corey Blackett-Taylor. Glad to see Kirk got his chance. It's like having a new signing uh, if he's fit. Fantastic cross for Jaden uh, and uh, involved in the uh, build-up to Morgan's goal as well. Hope he's still here at the end of the window. Still think we need a left uh, left back, a left-footed centre-back uh, and a striker who's going to run off the shoulder and run the lines. But buzzing uh, for Sheffield Wednesday away. Uh, great show as always. That's from Alan. Cheers. Alan, uh, finally, hello to Jonathan West uh, from the Upbeats who sent in a couple of messages. Uh, I, I hope you enjoyed the game uh, yesterday, mate, and I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll see you around. Right, let's hear from Albie Morgan involved in uh, yesterday's game. Uh, had an excellent second half, but... Uh, yeah, quite scathing himself of his own performance in the first half. Uh, let's hear what he had to say uh, about yesterday's game. Game of two halves, I'd say. Um, a very disappointing first half, I think, considering what we'd worked on all week. Um, we didn't take that into the game. Um, we looked a bit lost at times, and I don't think that's us. Um, considering what the managers put in place from the start of pre-season, we should, should have shown a lot more about us, and that wasn't us. Um, but then second half coming out... Um, it, it proves it proves what we are as a team. I think there's a real difference um, compared to the last few years. I think there's a real belief about this team, a real togetherness, and I think that showed in the second half where we come together. Um, not the prettiest game, of course, but to come out with three points is something that that we um, maybe didn't deserve, but that shows the the belief that we had and the real desire to to get the three points. Yeah, where, where, where do you think that first half came from, and, and what did Ben say at half time that, that made it so different after the restart? Um, I think a lot of factors. I don't think there was just one. Um, I think it just wasn't us as a team. It was our identity, what we've been working on. Nothing was there. It was everyone looked, looked lost, like I said. But um, going into the second half, we dropped me in as another midfielder alongside Dobbo, and I think we managed to get out a lot more. And, wouldn't say control the game, but have a lot more of a footing kind of thing. Um, but coming in 
from the first half. I didn't think it could get much worse than that, to be fair. So I'm glad that we managed to to get our stuff back together and, and really kick on in the second half. Yeah, it certainly got much better after after the restart. You played your part in the, in the goal, and I was saying to Ben, I mean, all, all three goals that Charlton scored so far this season seem to indicate exactly the type of football he wants Charlton to be playing this year. Yeah, that's it. I think when we're not going to have that foothold in the game, we can really catch teams on the counter-attack. Um, we've got quality, we've got pace, we've got people who can finish, and I think them three aspects, if we're not going to control the game like we did in the first half, we've got that other side of the game where we can hit teams on the break and punish them like we did today so we'll take the three points and go on to Sheffield Wednesday thinking we can go there and get a result too yeah. I mean, You must be delighted with how, how it started for you of course you've know, spoken pre-season about this is the year you want to get your, your 40 games under your belt and you two two already down you must be pleased with that Yeah definitely I think me and the boys but me speaking now I hold my hands up for the first half it's obviously nowhere near good enough um, I don't need people to tell me that I know in myself that's, that's way off where I want to be and where we want to be as a team but second half just shows, like I said, the belief that we've got in each other. The manager's given us confidence. And for us to go out there and come back with three points really shows what this team's about, I think. There we go. That's um, that's Albie Morgan. Um, so I'm, I'm going to tie it in here to a tweet we've had as well from Carl. He says, good to have you back, gents. Great three points. Question, prediction. Louis made the bold call uh, of uh, DJ last year being player of the year, which I was very much wrong with, obviously, unfortunately. But what are our predictions for this year? Now, is anyone going to put put their uh, reputation on, on yes. the line and say they think that Albie could be player of the year this year. Yep, I will. I called it yeah. last year and uh, obviously obviously didn't happen, but I stand by it again this year. Yep. Right, well, think... what, 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 do, you, do you think he's going to find that consistency this year, Tom, which has obviously been the one thing that's been missing from his... I think I haven't, I haven't checked last year, but the stat I've always had in my head is he's never been able to make more than 15, uh, 14 league starts in a season. I haven't checked last year. Uh, that was a start I had last year, but I imagine he'll be around that ballpark. So is this the year he's going to do it? Uh, I hope so. I think last year it was probably out of blind faith. I just really like Albie Morgan as a player. I like what he can do. Uh, and on his day, uh, probably one of the most talented players on the ball that we've got. But he didn't show it on his day enough. And, and under Bowyer, he didn't do enough of the dirty work. Um, but I think, his, as Nafe said earlier, he looks fitter. I think his work ethic is better. He made two or three good challenges in our own box yesterday, defending. And uh, and on the ball, he just looks a little bit more comfortable. And I think that midfield's going to take some time to settle down. We mentioned the likes of uh, Jake Forster-Kasky earlier. Obviously, Alex Gilby currently not, not involved. Um, and we have players coming off the bench and McGrandles as well, who obviously had to go off. So there's a lot of competition there. And I think that's hopefully driving him to, to perform a bit better. And I think when he had Dobson on alongside him, as Nave said, he still dropped deep, but he didn't have to worry too much because he also had Dobson behind him. And Fraser already has started the season pretty well. I think more like the player we hope we had last year as well. So I just think that balance is there for him. And I don't know why. I've just got a feeling that under Garner, he's a player that could thrive. So, yeah, I, I certainly would love him to win player of the year. And I think he's got a good chance the way he started. But again, early days. There we go. Yeah, so he actually made uh, 21 league starts last season. So he has improved on that 14, which is the stat I always reel out for him. But... You know, I spoke to him after the Colchester game in pre-season. He, want, he wants 40 league starts this season, or 40 appearances at least. So uh, hope, hopefully he started well. I, 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 I did see that tweet from Carl yesterday. I just can't... I, I, I'm struggling to put a name on a player at this moment in time. I haven't got a feeling about anyone in particular that, that's going to stand out. Um, not, not in a bad way. I just We're still learning a lot about this team. 
Um, so I'll, 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 I'll give you a prediction in May. I'll tell you who was really good. Right, let's uh, have a listen uh, to a couple of emails as well. Uh, first one comes in from Michael Glab. We won. Uh, the Derby fans must still be working out how they how they lost. Yeah, Liam Rossini, uh, uh came into the press conference yesterday, and that was pretty much what he said. He, he felt proud of his side's uh, performance. He also did the very nice... Uh, uh, mentioned for his dad. He said, oh, my dad used to play here. Free free games on loan, but he never forgot the Rossinia family, so good on him. He said, uh, Michael continues, uh, first half, we were completely clueless. Better second half. The turning point was Dobson coming on, who did the dirty work in the midfield that none of the others will do. Not surprised uh, he got man in the match. Why was he not picked to start? Yeah, well, we heard that from uh, Ben Garner when I asked him uh, in the interview. Robert says, uh, please, we got our first win of the season, uh, especially at home against promotion rivals. Got to imagine the confidence will continue to grow within the squad, knowing that we have a goalkeeper who's capable of making big saves uh, when needed. Hard to evaluate our chances this season with a month of the window left, uh, but I do not think Stockley's uh, two big misses will have been overlooked by Thomas Sangard and Garner. I hope the final additions will allow us to keep pace uh, with the promotion's favourites that season. That's all the best uh, from Robert. Cheers, Robert. Finally, Jack says, Afternoon, chaps. Uh, great to be back at the Valley. What a three points that was uh, against a good Derby side, regardless of the off-the-pitch issues uh, they had. They still have championship players. Uh, I'd like to give a shout to Ben Garner as whatever he said at half-time. At words, we looked a much better team in the second half, for, uh, the second 45. Dobbo seemed to calm play down uh, when he came on. Uh, got a few bodies uh, in through the door for a bit of depth and play like that in the second half. I'm positive uh, this season will be in and around it uh, come the end. That's a, a great email. Cheers for that, Jack. Right, some more fan reaction as well. Benji uh, delved into the fans' bar yesterday uh, and uh, to get some people's opinions uh, on the performance against Derby. And this is what you guys had to say. Right, so first half I thought we was quite poor, but second half we come into it. Wallacott looked strong, Sess and Young looked good on the left, and yeah, we looked pretty decent going forward towards covering. Uh, well, I thought uh, first half, Charlton were lucky to probably get, come in at nil-nil. I think they could have quite easily been 3 nil down, to be honest with you. And uh, Derby County bossed them around quite a bit. And it wasn't, you know, we had to, Charlton had to rely on a couple of breakaways here and there, and, and they, they could have got... You know, I think Stockley had a chance that kind of uh, he messed up. But uh, coming out second half, they certainly looked like a different team. Um, we're basically the same 11, uh, but they just seem to get get on the ball. Um, I, I think maybe they just tightened up a little bit and pressured Derby, forced them into mistakes, and sure enough, get the goal. Probably could have had a couple um, more. Burville gave the two halves. Um, first half, side tackle we held out, um, thanks to Willacott and Gull. He had a brilliant game in the first half. Um, and then we, we sort, of, sort of come back to it, back into it in the first half, uh, towards the end of the first half. Um, and the second half was a totally different game. I think that uh, Derby tired, we took the game to them. Um, I think George Dobson coming on made a big difference. Uh, uh, Blackett Taylor was outstanding on the right hand side and I think the team as a whole um, were outstanding in the second half OK Derby are a good team as well so we had to put up with a bit of pressure but um, yeah I'm I'm absolutely over the moon I think yeah found it really well Like I think we just need to have patience lots of fans getting on the back about the passing out from the back 
I think it's just going to take time. Give it a couple of games, we'll look good. I like the look of Sessignon. He looks really good, strong down left, linking up with Blackett Taylor. So uh, decent. Uh, Lee Byrne, I thought when he came on, did well. Um, kind of fluffed, fluffed up a couple of crosses. He, he went down the side. Uh, could have probably waited, held the ball up, but he decided to make the cross. But, you know, that's uh, rookie mistakes, as they call it. So uh, that was good. Uh, I thought Jack Payne was pretty decent when he came on. Uh, thought he might have uh, had one himself. Um, but overall, happy with the result. Three points. Don't care how we get them. We got them. Obviously, Ben likes to play the ball around at the back a bit more than Johnny did. I don't really like that. But um, it can be a bit hairy at times. But I thought that, uh, on the whole, um, that, that's, that's the way he wants to play. Um, I thought his substitutions, he got the spot on in the second half. Um, so, uh, yeah, he got that spot on the substitutions. That's always been a problem in the past with Charlton. Lovely stuff. Thanks to everyone who uh, joined in on the fans bar yesterday, including Dave, who's uh, made his way all the way uh, from, uh, was it North Carolina? Um, for yesterday's game, so I hope you uh, hope you enjoyed your trip, Dave. He said he's, I spoke to him briefly after. He said he's going to try and get to a couple more games uh, as well, which we're looking forward to. Right, uh, we have got one more game uh, this week before Sheffield Wednesday in midweek. We've got QPR in the League Cup uh, on Tuesday at the Valley. Uh, doesn't sound like we sold any tickets for it. It's not a competition that we are uh, particularly. Uh, known for going very far in. But I did ask Ben Garner uh, after yesterday's game if he's going to be likely uh, to be making changes for that game on Tuesday. Yeah, there will be some changes because there's players that deserve opportunities. Um, you know, the way they've trained over pre-season performed. I've had to make hard calls on who's started, who's missed out on the squad. Um, so there's players that deserve the opportunity to, to play and stake their claim on, on Tuesday. Um, and we're still early season. We want to get minutes into players. So... Um, it'll be an opportunity, but obviously it's it's uh, it's a game we still want to win, regardless of how many changes I make, whatever team we put out, even in the EFL Trophy, we want to win the game. We want to give opportunities to our young players in that competition, but we still want to win because we need to create that culture and that uh, impetus within the dressing room. Yeah, so Ben, uh, I mean, he, he will be making changes, not unexpected at all, I guess, Nath, but been an interesting test, especially against uh, Michael Bill's QPR, who's... Uh, I guess we just missed out on, if, if you want to put it that way. But, you know, we spoke to him at one point and, and he obviously hasn't ended up coming to the Valley. But it'd be a good test for some of these fringe players who, who want to try and make a claim, stake a claim between now and Saturday up at Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, 100%. I think, it's a, like you said, it's a good test against a good team. Um, obviously, Michael Bill likes to play play football as well. Um, I think it's a good chance for the likes of Gilby and Lavelle and obviously Craig probably. Um, and some other sort of youngsters. Be interesting to see if he pl- if he starts miles up front instead of out wide. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a difficult game. It, again, like you say, that those sort of cup games have never been my sort of thing. FA Cup, yeah, but I'm not really interested in the um, League Cup and the Papa Joe or whatever it is or Pizza Art Trophy, whatever it is. But yeah, no. But you change your tune when we're at Wembley, though. Yeah, I, no. Listen, when we get to Wembley, I'll be like, this is the most important you know, game of my life. but <laughs> And I'll be a fan of like, yeah, I've been to like one game, but um, no, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. It's good competitive football for the people that haven't started. And as you know, Tom said it earlier about Morgan, you know, with good players breathing down his neck, 
you know, they've got, and, and you said, rightly said, it's a chance for them to say to Ghana, right, I'm here now, I, I want to get in this team. Um, hopefully Payno gets gets some minutes, because um, I think he'll be the player of the year, just FYI. Um, but yeah, I'd hope he gets some minutes in Gilby, don't know about Jake or whatever else. I assume he'll have to pay, I'd imagine O'Connell will be playing with Lavelle. I don't think he'll play Innes. But yeah, it's a good test, good test. And um, I'd rather that than it be against a... A lower league opposition, shall I say, just for the fact that they're going to have a good, good they're not going to play their full strength, I would imagine, but it's still going to be a good test either way. So, um, yeah, I'll be watching it. Excellent stuff. Right, well, looking forward to that game uh, on Tuesday against Queen's Park Rangers. Hope you see you uh, down at the Valley. Right, we've run out of time on this week's Charlton Live. Thanks for everyone uh, who's tuned in. Don't forget, we'll be back on Thursday evening where we'll look back at that QPR Cup game and, of course, ahead uh, to next Saturday's trip uh, up to Hillsborough to face Sheffield Wednesday. It'll be my 10th time at Hillsborough. I think it must be the ground I've seen Charlton at most other than the Valley. Uh, maybe a couple of the local ones as well, I guess. But yeah, looking forward to that game. Another real test as well. We'll look forward to that uh, on Thursday. Thanks for everyone who's uh, tuned in this evening and uh, got involved with the show as well, whether that was in the fans bar uh, or via tweets and emails, etc. Thank you, Tom and Nath. Always an absolute bloody pleasure. Cheers, Cheers you boys. Have lovely stuff. Uh, I've been Louis Mendes. Thanks for listening. We shall see you again on Thursday. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.